Welcome to the Feminine Mastery Podcast, where we dive into mastering the feminine inside of your life purpose. And I'm your host, Felicia Mang. I'm an FAF certified women's holistic coach, an intuitive healer, a crystal junkie, a wife and mama of two littles. I love everything homemade from baking in the kitchen to making homemade kombucha. And to top it off, I'm a manifester, so I love teaching. So I'm here to teach you all the things that inspire me and, of course, what fascinate me the most, covering topics such as energetics, periods, motherhood, nutrition, relationships, and everything in between. So grab your favorite drink, turn it up, and let's jump right into it. Oh my gosh, you guys, I am so excited for today's podcast. I got to have on my good friend, Mari, who is actually a numerologist. And just hearing her story, her background, and how she got into this line of work, it's just absolutely amazing. And then I love the fact that we started going into details about the different numbers and their meanings. You guys, the whole thing is just so fascinating. And the fact is, is with her work, she breaks it down in your chart and goes into detail, not only more or less explaining what you've already known, but I love the fact that Mari ties in her healing work, which is absolutely amazing to help you through life's challenges and any obstacles that are coming up for you. So the interview is just absolutely amazing. I can't wait for you guys to listen. So let's go ahead and jump right in. But like I said, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. Um, Like I said earlier, when we were talking and stuff, like I was so pumped to find you in our group. (laughs) And when Britt was talking about that, you did numerology and everything else tied in with your business. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I need to, of course, stalk you more. (laughs) And then learned more about, you know, what it is that you're doing in your business and stuff. So that's why I was so excited. You were like, yes, let's hop on the podcast. So I will let you go ahead and I will let you introduce yourself and we'll just go in from there. All right. Well, thank you so much. Well, the birds are crazy. Thank you very much for having me. And, um, yeah, like I said before, it's really it's really cool that I've been, you know, having these opportunities lately to talk and to share and inspire, which is something that I really love doing. Um, so really, thank you very much for, for having me. And look, about me, it's, it's funny. I always try to like, okay, how can I talk about me without saying what I do, right? Or those right. things, right? Um, what actually defines me but a little bit about me well I'm Brazilian um I'm, I live in Australia and I moved here five years ago so for me then that's actually when my journey my healing journey actually started um officially let's say uh, was, exactly it was like five years ago um but I I've, I've come from a background of people pleasing and especially dead pleasing, um, you know, pleasing the masculine and really trying the best to forget my needs and who I am so I can be loved and accepted and, you know, be feel seen, especially mm-hmm. by the masculine. So I have a strong background of that kind of like, oh, okay, feminine, masculine, where do I, you know, like, do I embrace and I accept my feminine? No, but I really want the attention of the masculine. So what do I need to do? So all of that, right? It comes off from daddy issues. So my story has a lot to do with that, right? I started with uh, working in corporate because that's what I felt that I would get the the admiration, the respect of my dad, but it's never, it has never been my calling. You know, it never was. Um, I was good at it. 
but it wasn't it wasn't hitting a spot you know mm-hmm. um and then after a while I'm like what am I doing you know this is not actually fulfilling I was working marketing advertising agency I actually loved the job but I did not believe in the purpose of it I'm mm-hmm. like this is not for me <laughs> Is just not what I want. What is it that I truly want? And I felt so lost. You know, I'm like, what? You know, I, I don't actually know where to go because I spend most of my life trying to please someone else and not me. Right. right? So I'm like, where, where do I go? And that's where my whole journey started. You know, started with coaching and like, okay, what what can I do? And I realized that I had a natural talent to listen to people. Um, and that's when the journey started of actually, you know, doing, I, I started doing a coaching course, then I went for theta healing and also all the healing uh, techniques and anyway, and all sorts of things that I started studying to, you know, um, to actually be able to support and help people through their healing journey. Right. So when I started, and I found out so much about me, about who I am, about what my needs are, and really understanding what my purpose and my calling, my true calling in this life is, and understanding about spirituality. And a lot of my life started making more sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know even if I answer the question, but this is a, a bit about me, you know, and, and my, my journey. I'm like, um, yeah, I'm 36 years old now, but until I was. Let's say like until 10 years ago, I was still in that mode of trying to sort of fit in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Instead of thriving, I was just trying to survive. And that's definitely not what I, you know, what I wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. But I didn't even realize that was the mode I was stuck in. Um, But yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so true though. Cause how many, I just think about, especially women in general. I mean, everyone, of course, but I feel like especially women you get to that point in life where you're like noticing, yeah, I'm living for other people. I'm doing things to please others, you know, whether it be from daddy wounds or from mom wounds, you know, trying to find your place and everything. And, you know, kind of like you said, it was, you know, get the degree, get a job, work, you know, (laughs) filling those roles of like, okay, well, I'm doing the right thing. But yet, like you said, still feeling unfulfilled. And like, how many people can relate to that? Of like, that's usually right when (laughs) it's right there in your face. And you're like, okay, like, this is where the healing needs to begin. Obviously, if it's calling to if you're willing to see it for what it is. And that's when so many people I've heard that they're like, that really was the turning point of like, okay, I'm obviously not living for myself. <laughs> so yeah. what's next, you know? And that's a big turning point too, because that's where the unknown steps in. And you're like, well, shit, I'm not doing <laughs> things for other people. Like, what is it to do something for myself? So I can only imagine what that transition felt like for you to go from such a structured <laughs> masculine world, like you said, with doing marketing and yep. having the office job to being like, Let's go help people. <laughs> yes, it was a massive transition. And even though it was my calling, I truly felt connected, you know, to my decision. And I was like, oh, yes, 100%. So liberating, right? And so free. I'm like, yes, I mean, you know, now it's my time. I'm doing what I want, right? And I had actually to move from Brazil to Australia, <laughs> like completely cross, you know, oceans <laughs> to have the courage to step into that. So moving here was also a, a way of, kind of, you know, I'm going to say running away, but like really to protecting myself from all of those influences and social conditionings that I was, uh, that was being thrown at me, 
right? For my upbringing, my family, my environment, friends, and everything around me, right? So being here and, and sort of distancing myself from all of that allowed me to step into that courageously. But like you said, it was a big transition, you know, and I love structure. Structure is something that helps me to work really well, right? If I have structure and, you know, like a, a, a fo- I can focus, I have more discipline. I'm a great employee, but then I saw myself working for me. I am my own boss, you know, and obviously other Lots of other challenges came with that, but I think that the the most beautiful part of all of that is as I started um, doing the courses and all the trainings, and I've done many certificates, like 20 plus certifications within the healing industry, I always took my own stuff, you know, my baggage to the table to 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 learn the tools. So Mm -hmm. throughout those years and all those courses, I healed myself. I learned through experiences, you know, through actually healing my own shit. (laughs) You know, I always say that we all have our piles of shit inside of us, you know, and it's about really getting close to it. And the closer you get that, you know, it's going to smell more. It's going to (laughs) stink more, you know, it's going to be bad, uh, but it's going to be like, ugh, you know, I'm getting very close to it. Like, but it's awesome. You know, I've learned to courageously step into that unknown that you mentioned, which is what am I going to find here? And once Mm -hmm. I feel that that was a massive turning point to me, that once I turned my, my, my perspective, uh, with my own traumas and like, okay, I am curious to see what I'm going to find out. You know, it became curiosity instead of fear. Mm -hmm. Every time something came up, a limiting belief or a, you know, a a, a traumatic event that I realized was traumatic or, you know, something that I've done that I, that caused regrets or resentments and things like that. I'm like, Oh, let me, let me look at that. Let me get closer to this little pile of shit inside of me. Let me smell that so <laughs> I can actually clean it up. It's right. all about cleaning it up for me. So, you know, it's like, let me be curious about myself. Let me be curious about my human experience, knowing that this life for me is just one chapter in a huge book of my soul's life. You know, it's like, it's one little thing. And obviously for us, it feels like everything. But when, you know, like all this spiritual journey for me really taught me that this is just one little chapter, you know, Mm -hmm. and our main mission is to do the best that we can and improve, you know, and and be good human beings, you know, to Mother Earth, to, to humanity, to our community, to, you know, but and if you can do that, that's beautiful. So it really, it was a really beautiful journey and it helped me to be the therapist that I am today, you know, in helping others. It became my main mission then to help others find that purpose, find that, have the curiosity to look inwards, you know, without the fear and really facing courageously whatever it is that is blocking us from thriving, you know, because we don't, we, we're not here to survive. We are definitely here to thrive. We are here to shine, you know? So all those layers, all those conditionings, the traumas, the limiting beliefs, everything dims our light down. And I'm here to like, let's dim it up. Let's (laughs) shine bright, you know? And whoever's blinded by your light, that's their fault. It's not yours. Don't dim your light because of that, you know? So it's, so it, it really became 
a big passion of mine uh, to help people get back to their selves, you know, to their own selves. Oh, I love it. Um, and such a good point too, because so many people come here thinking that we're supposed to experience trials and we put put in these situations and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You've been conditioned to think that that's what you're supposed to go through, but really <laughs> we're meant to enjoy the whole journey instead of thinking it's one big trial and test. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> So yeah. I'm curious, like, how did you get into the whole world of numerology then after going through your whole healing journey and, you know, with being a therapist and all that fun stuff, like where did numerology start to chime and poke its head through? <laughs> so numerology, numerology is the last technique that I've, you know, studied and learned. Um, but it's one of those things that you know, when you just feel like you've been doing for a long time, like I feel like a little numerologist forever, you know, it seems like I've been doing for such a long time because it's, it comes out so naturally, mm. you know, when I, it was a six months course. And, you know, while I was studying, I'm like, this is like, I love this, you know, this is so cool. You know, I'm always looking to expand my knowledge and to learn new things. I, I I'm always studying. I'm always learning. You know, I have a toolbox and I'm always learning new tools to help people. Right. Obviously. And numerology, numerology came in because when I did my, my numerology birth chart, uh, with what later became my teacher, um, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, I need this tool in my toolbox. Because it's, you know, I deal with healing and a lot of intuition and spirituality and all of that. Um, numerology is precise, is mm. mathematics, is numbers, is very assertive, very objective. There's no way to hide. It's that and that's it. You know, it's so beautiful because it has that precision about it. And I love it. So it's a very good combination with the healing. Right. So no, when I did my birth chart, I'm like, everyone needs to do that. <laughs> like the whole world, like literally everyone needs to do that because it's such a huge um, self-validating tool. Mm -hmm. You know, when I did my chart, um, I found out that my main challenge, one of my challenges in life is a four. Right. And four is all about structure, discipline, focus, um, routine. Yeah. And. I'm like, oh my God, my entire life, I said that I was a PhD in procrastination, right? <laughs> that's, that's what I always said about one of the limiting beliefs, you know, about myself. And that comes from my challenge of four, you know, mm. having discipline and focus and sitting for long hours and just, for me, it's very hard. So yeah. it, it really validated my feelings, you know, um, it's not that I'm stupid, it's not that I am lazy. It's not any of that. It's just because this is what I came and what I chose to develop in this life. And it made so much sense. You're like, oh, you know, that, that was the kind of feeling. <laughs> That's what I felt. And I'm like, you know, I wish everyone knew what their challenge are. You know, what they chose and what their soul looks like, what their dreams are all about, where the talents and, and gifts and purposes, what the life path are. So I really, you know, I really fell in love with the technique. And also because, like I said, it's a very good um, add-on, a very good combination with what I already do as a healer. So that's why I was just fascinated 
from the first moment I got in touch with it. And I'm like, okay, I'm in the next, you know, group of like course, whatever you're teaching. <laughs> you're like, there. sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. Exactly. Exactly. And that's when numerology um, became a really, really huge part of of what I do because it's also fun. I always, you know, I have I had been feeling for a while that the work started becoming a, a bit more in, too intense, you know, mm-hmm. because obviously the therapy, the healing is beautiful and I'm so, I'm so passionate about it um, and it's so important to do. But obviously, you know, we're talking about traumas, inner child work, where mm-hmm. we know we're putting things out. It's, it's, it's intense emotions. and Oh, yeah, you know, it gets it's, heavy. Right? It's a beautiful work, but it's heavy, you know, and I was missing that fun element. I wanted, I was in my own personal journey of reconnecting with my feminine, being more flowy, more, you know, just more flexible and more fun and just more like bringing that aspect in as well. Um, And that's when numerology, I'm like, this is so much fun. It is a way of doing self-development, having self-awareness, getting to know yourself and doing, you know, kind of a, you know, a a therapy, but in a fun way. We're talking about your challenges, about what's tough for you through numbers, you know, and it's like, oh, it it really spikes that curiosity, like how the hell can you know so much about me, someone you've never seen before through like 14 numbers, you know, and it's, it's so so incredible you know that every single time that I open a map I'm like this is so cool you know let you know it's just so exciting and it's so much fun and I cannot wait to tell people what I'm seeing you know and check with them and tell them about themselves it's the positive it's the negative what's you know what are the gifts what are the talents what are the you know the challenges and you know give them the validation a sense of purpose and and direction guidance that they are looking so it that's when it really like it it made my practice more fun more enjoyable and obviously for people you know a lot of people are scared of therapy right they run away from <laughs> right right from that like oh this is too scary so numerology is a door opener to self awareness that is just enjoyable and fun and light and and beautiful and very assertive and just magical it's really magical yeah oh i love it well, and just like we were talking about earlier, I love the fact that you said that it's stuff they already like it resonates with them. They're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, because it's more or less you're like, I'm just affirming what you already know. And maybe just touching on a few things that you may not know. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? And like, it's like I said, with you know, we we're talking before and like everything, pretty much everything I say to my clients, you know, they, they already know because we're talking about themselves. It's some stuff that you feel, stuff that you think, you know, is the way that you behave, is the way that you react to things and situations, but it it gives that sense of validation, you know, and and through numerology as well, we have a lot of phenomena, right? Depending Mm -hmm. on what numbers are in certain positions, you go through certain things in your life that are sort of add-ons, you know, to to those numbers. There are second second ways of reading those numbers, right? So um, secondary things. So it, it's just it just explains a lot of what you go through in life as well, and it gives you tools, right? In a session, like okay, you're going through this, so pay attention, you know, with this, 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 and that. 
you know, X, Y, Z, this is going to happen. So it, it's not like I'm predicting the future, right? <laughs> but it, it's just like, this is the numeric vibration that you are under at the moment. You know, you are feeling this. So how can you better cope with all this that is going to come your way? You know, be aware about that. Pay attention to that. Like, oh, okay, you may be a little bit negative on the number, you know? So, you know, you, you, you what are the best, the better tools? You know, how can you go for me, for instance, from challenge of four, how, what, what do I need to do to overcome those challenges and become more disciplined and more focused, you know, like, you know, so we all have different challenges in life and we, as when we are aware of them, we can create uh, ways to, to make it better, you know, to better deal with them. And this is what I love about the neurology as well, the, the precision, you know, mm-hmm. of it. Oh yeah. Like you said earlier, numbers are specific. There's no teetering. There's no you know, gray area. It's black or white. <laughs> exactly. So, so going in with, let's just say, cause I know I have quite a few listeners that are like, I have no idea what she's talking about with numerology. So what would you say is like a basic breakdown of like explaining what numerology is, or even when you're going in, in a session with a client, like when you're diving in their birth chart and all that fun stuff, like how would you explain that to them? Okay, so numerology, numeral. There's quite a few uh, numerologies out there, but the numerology I do is is a reminder. It's basically a reminder of your life's plan, right? So it's like your soul up there, you know, wandering around, like, okay, I'm going, I'm going to go to Earth. You know, I decided to go down to Earth. I'm going to experience this life again, right? So I'm going to choose to have this kind of personality, these kinds of, of gifts that I already accomplished in other lives. So I'm going to take this with me and I'm going to do, I'm going to, you know, there's are certain karmas that I need to develop, certain challenges I need to overcome. So I'm going to choose to do that. So it, your, your chart is a reminder of what your life's plan and life's journey and your personality and purpose here is all about. So obviously when we come to earth, we forget about all that, right? We forget. So numerology is a way to remind you about what that looks like, you know, what that is. And the main goal, they have two main goals right within a session that once is one is to know if you are living your life in alignment and in accordance to that, you know, to that map, to that uh, roadmap that you chose for yourself before you came and to know if you're living on the positive or the negative. So what I mean about that is that we are in a dual world, right? So we have good and bad for everything, you know, light and darkness. And with the numbers, is no different. So we have the positive aspects and the negative aspects of the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So when we are living in the negative a lot more in the negative, you have, you feel that your life is a bit more stuck. You feel that, you know, you don't have much accomplishments. You, the prosperity doesn't flow, you know, like you you struggle, you know, life is a lot more, sorry, it feels a lot more challenging than what it's supposed to be. Okay. And because like you said, we, we didn't come here to, to suffer, you know, no. like, yes, I'm going to go down there to <laughs> suffer and struggle and please you know, make my life miserable. <laughs> exactly. It's like, no, we all have challenges. Like in our birth chart, we can, you know, we can look and know what our challenges are, what we chose to be mm-hmm. our challenges and to develop. Um, but it's not supposed to be hard and tough and all of that. You know, if it is, it's a sign that you are out of alignment with your map because when you are in alignment life flows a lot better you have a lot more achievements and it is just it's just easier you know and when what a good indicator too sorry 
what a good indicator. Like just remembering that, like if life is hard, you're out of alignment. If life is flowing, you are in alignment. Exactly. And don't forget that when I say life is flowing, doesn't mean that there are no challenges. There are always going to be challenges because we came here to learn and to expand and grow spiritually as well. Mm -hmm. But it's supposed to flow. Yeah. It, that's not that's not supposed to be the rule, supposed to be the exception. You know what I mean? Like we're supposed to be enjoying and having fun and just flowing. Exactly. So when we are resisting, when there's resistance, then you feel that there is something out of alignment. Okay. So the, exactly. I love what you said. It's a very good indication that you, you know, that something is wrong. If you feel demotivated, if you feel exhausted, fatigued, if you come back home and like you don't have energy to do anything else anymore. So you feel drained. Do you know what I mean? You feel a bit oh, yeah. disconnected. These are clear symptoms of like out of alignment. Okay. Disalignment with your math. So that, that's clear sign. So what we do in a numerology session, we see exactly what that alignment looks like and what you need to do to get back on track. So it's literally that simple. Like, it, you know, it, it's, it's like you say, it, it's assertive. It's very black and white. So it's like, okay, this is it. I am out. What do I need to do to go back in? And you have a better idea of what the alignment looks like. Because we don't, right? So many of us are disconnected from ourselves. Like we're speaking before. We are so used to people pleasing. Like I said, you know, when I look back into my life, so many social conditionings and perspectives created, you know, limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and things that just blocked me from thriving, from being who I am, you know? And I was trying so hard to be successful to impress and to grow. And, you know, now I'm growing and I'm expanding and it's easy, you know, because it's fun because I absolutely love what I do and I don't feel fatigued. I don't feel demotivated. I don't feel I have to get up and go to work. You know, it's not, it's not supposed to be like that. So it's really, um, it's just really beautiful when you can have a tool, when you have a tool that just shows us with so much clarity what that is right and brings us back to our alignment that's why I love oh that is so nice and um and I think that's what's so crazy too like even when I started diving into numerology stuff and just even learning more about it because I think the crazy part too that a lot of people don't realize is that everything in the universe is numbers like everything is numbers and I think that was probably the part that I was like holy shit like I never thought about it that way until I started diving into stuff when you think about like your name has a certain amount of numbers to it. Like when you get, cause you always get it down to that single digit, you know, and then like your birthday, your birth year, like all those fun things that I was like, holy crap. And like really starting to dive in. And I saw a post you did a while back too, just cause with being a mom that I was like, you were talking about how knowing your kids is numbers and like understanding your kids a lot better. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never even like I remember like diving into it a little bit when I first had my little boy and I was like, oh my gosh, that explains so much of his personality and stuff. And like when you did that post about it, I was like, oh my gosh, how helpful is that for parents to know a little bit more about their kids, you know, of like their personality types instead of being like, oh, that's just, you know, oh, because of this and this. And it's like, no, really, they came here with specific things. Like, 
Exactly. And I feel I don't have kids yet. Um, but, you know, I feel that obviously I'm going to know the baby's name. I like I'm going to numerology like <laughs> everything out of my baby. Um, but I see with my sister, for instance, she has three kids and, mm-hmm. you know, she's also a numerologist. Um, and it helped her so much in understanding what like how to raise and educate her three kids, because, of course, she's one one person, one parent with three different, you know, souls and all of them need, they have different needs. The way that she, she realized that the way that she's raising or educating one of them doesn't work with the other one. Mm -hmm. What she's trying to teach that one for the other one, maybe doesn't work because they have different values. They have the completely different personality. So, you know, what obviously, you know, people do as parents, you, you have one way of raising and educating and you just, Right, you do this to your, all of your kids, but without you know, without realizing that they have different needs. Okay. So, with with her, just I can see how much it helped her, and I see how much it helps parents when I do. You know, uh, when I have parents coming to do their kids' mm-hmm. birth chart, it's like you know, within numerology, you have you have your soul number, your dream, your talent, your life path, and you have the um, you have the cycles. The cycle numbers is the water of your aquarium. It is the environment that we need to be in to thrive within our numbers, right? So when you are a kid, when you as a parent know what type of environment your kid needs, that is going to help you so much in creating that environment for them, right? And the other kid needs something different. You know, maybe one of your kids, they, they, they have a seven. So they love to study. They love doing their homework. They're super like they love reading. They're more introspective. You know, the thing that they love the most is just being more quiet. And then you have another kid that has a dream of five. It's outdoors and changing and lots of energy and sports and being out and about social butterfly. Like, and you as a mom, you know, like, oh, you try to help your kid and you say, um, okay, let's all go out and have fun. And the other kid is going to suffer. But I don't want to go out. I want to stay home. I'm more introspective. I want to be here. You know, so it kind of helps you to understand how you can best um, like offer a, a safe and a beautiful environment for your kid to thrive within their positive of their numbers. Because until seven years old, they are under the influence of your uh, map of the parents' maps. So it's very important for you to know what your map is and what you have to um, give to your kid because some things come from the mom, some things come from the dad, some things come from siblings. So it all depends on numbers because you have numbers that represent different family figures as well. So it's all, it's very simple and precise, but also quite complex. You know, there's, there's so, many so many things many, tied into it. I know so now I'm like, Mar, you've got to tell me more now. <laughs> So many things, you know, and it's just, like I said, for kids, for parents, for us, for for your business, you know, like I said, everything is numbered, the house you live in, you know, the number of your house, the street name, everything has an influence, has, a, has that numeric vibration that influences how you behave, what you attract and what you co-create in your life. So it's just really, really beautiful. It's just so amazing and magical. Yeah, very much so. And especially when you're aware of it, I think that was the biggest part because we just moved into a house. Um, we had been looking forever and we were so excited that we finally like, I definitely manifested this place <laughs> we're in awesome. now. Um, 
But that was the one big thing is I noticed when uh, the house number came up, I was so excited because it it's an eight. And I was like, oh, that's perfect for business. Like, cause when I did my research, I was big on prosperity and where yeah. I'm wanting to really dive into my business a lot more. I was like, Oh my gosh, I was telling my husband, I'm like, we're in an eight house. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you have no idea how great that is for business and all this other stuff. I mean, great for, you know, our family in general, but prosperity wise, I was like, that's huge for us just because we have so many goals going into this next half of the year. And you know, this whole year that we were planning out that I was so pumped when I found that out I was like and he was just like okay okay like (laughs) okay whatever you say (laughs) but it's true though because like you were saying like those there are so many things tied into our everyday aspect that when you're not aware of it you know you're have no clue to it but when you're tuned into those things and you start seeing things manifest or present itself you're like that makes so much sense. Like, I understand why that's going this direction or why it's, you know, pulling up this way. So I think the other thing too, is now that you're talking more about the numbers, like um, what's, cause I know you said you work with 14 numbers is what you were saying earlier. Um, so like, what's kind of like the general con- like description of like one, two, three, just so people can kind of get an idea. Cause obviously they're <laughs> not going to understand everything. You're talking about what what each number means? Yes, yes. So like when it's the positive side, I should say. (laughs) Oh, okay. So when I say 14 numbers, is that actually within the birth chart, there are 14 positions. Okay, okay. Because I know you were like, I was like, I know there's a couple other things that she's meaning up by this. Yeah, no, there's 14 positions. Five of those positions, they talk about your personality and they're permanent. They never change. And you have nine of those numbers that talk about your life's journey and they're cyclical. All right. Ah, so they gotcha. will yeah, they will change uh, throughout your life. So, okay. but we have numbers from zero to nine. Okay. And then we have 11 um, and 22. Okay. All right. The, these are, these are the numbers that we are talking about. And obviously everyone who has an 11 and 22 in the map, they also have a two and a four because we bring them to single digit, but they are considered master's numbers as well. Oh, cool. All right. Okay. So, and certain numbers, they only show like zero, for instance, only shows in a challenge. They don't show in other positions as well. Anyway, so you, you want to know, so you're asking me about what it means, right? Uh-huh. Each number. Okay. So if we start from zero, for instance, zero can be only in challenges. And challenges, uh, when you talk about challenge of zero, it means that you have everything in once. Like it's a very hard challenge to have, but every challenge has its um, its purpose, right? So the zero is because you go through every single number uh, throughout your whole life. So it means that you are here to develop empathy. You're mm-hmm. here to develop resilience, right? And to help others, right? And you need spirituality to help you with that because otherwise you're going to fall into the victim of this is a negative of the zero victimization. Why me? Everything happens to me. It's all, you know, every single year, there's a different beast that I need to conquer and kill. And because it actually is, I have a main challenge of zero, for instance, you know, and I know it's a lot. It's a lot. I can attest. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it is quite a lot. So, but, you know, I am such a compassionate and empathic person because of that. Mm-hmm. because I went through so much and I can connect to people in all certain in all sorts of levels. But anyway, so zero is that, right? So when we go to one, 
And one can be in any position of the map, any of the 14 positions. One is all about leadership, um, is, is the know of the leader. So it's leadership, independence, doing things on your own, uh, being very uh, courageous and bold, taking risks. And, you know, you love followers, you love having, you love being in the spotlight, you love talking, you love, you know, every time you talk, you have people paying attention to you because you are a leader and every leader has their follower. So you love being surrounded by people and like very competitive and, and, um, you know, you're a good, you can be a good, if you're in the positive, you're a good listener, right? You listen, you pay attention to what other people have to say. You care about other people's opinion. But when you're on the negative, what happens is it's, when you think about, like, a, like we say, like a bad leader, right? Is an authoritarian person, aggressive don't care, doesn't care about what anybody, sorry, anybody thinks. It's just about uh, what they want, right? The ends justify the means and all of that. So they, they get blind by, mm. the, by the power of their position, okay? So another aspect of the negative of the one is people-pleasing. So mm. because they care so much about what the followers think that they don't talk, they dim down their light because they're mm. so scared about judgment. Judgment is a big thing for ones, okay, for number ones. So that's that's a bit of the one, okay? So I'm, I'm going to have to be a bit quick, otherwise we're going to Nope, you're fine. It's perfect. We can stay here talking about numbers forever. Um, so if you are a two, and this obviously each number makes a difference depending on what position it is. Of course, right? yeah, where it lands soul, on the chart. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you have a solo one, is who you are, is your essence. You have a dream, is what you love the most. If it's a talent, an expression, is how people see you, right? If it's a merit, is your gift. If it's your life path, you are here to lead. You're here mm-hmm. to do that, to be, you know, to have followers, to inspire a lot. Big pillar of the one is inspiration, like you inspire others, right? So anyway, um, when it comes to the two, two is all about partnership, right? It's bringing two things together. They're great mediators. They're great with looking uh, on like two sides, you know, like great of being understanding to the other person's perspective as well, putting yourselves in other people's shoes, being very empathic, very compassionate, very flexible, very, um, it is the number of the feminine, right? Two in the numerology is number of the mother. So everything that involves the mother, that involves a healthy and a good partnership is the two. So very understanding and like I said, flexible and very open, uh, very giving, right? Um, So it's just really all about the partnership, being together, bringing two things together. If you have some, if you have a two in your life path, for instance, you are here to bring things together, to mediate, or maybe, you know, like me, you're going to have a lot of tools. You're not going to work with one thing. You're going to you're going to add things all the time to your toolbox and make a whole thing that is your own because you have the ability to bring things together, to join things. Right. So this is a lot of the two. But when we talk about the negative, then what is what is giving too much? Mm-hmm. Right. You're too compassionate, so you forget about yourself. You become a the two is a classic people pleaser. You just forget about yourself. You're in the last all over, yeah. All over. You're in the last in line of priorities, and you're right in the back, and you prioritize everyone else. Mm. You know, you can be very submissive. Um, so these are a bit of the aspects of the two. You just you just completely dim down your light, and you know, for everyone else, right? Uh, when we go for the three, so three is the social butterflies number of. <laughs> 
communication, uh, self-esteem, and growth, right? So you're a great communicator. You love being out and about. You love being surrounded by people. You love a good party. You literally, like, is the actual, like, social butterfly. It's the FOMO, you know? <laughs> a three is a classic FOMO. Loves, like, fear of missing out. It needs to be out all the time. You cannot say no. Loves a good chat. Like, very talkative, you know, a great communicator. Very, um, the three is the number of the kid or the child in numerology, right? So it's it's also like the three are people that are very light and very fun, very spontaneous, unique, you know, always laughing, great sense of humor. Um, they love aesthetic. They love everything that is beautiful. They can appreciate mm-hmm. a beautiful sunset, but they also like brands and a, like, a, you know, like um, a ref- more like a refined thing as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they just appreciate everything that is beautiful. And that's why it's a number of the self-esteem as well, because the aesthetic really is really important for the three. So every time I see a three, you know, they're like, oh, I know you quite, I know you like your brands. I know you like go shopping and all of that. I'm like, this is okay. Don't <laughs> worry. You're not being materialistic. You actually really like it. And it's important to you. It feeds your self-esteem. So this is, you know, don't, don't worry about it. If people are judging you for that, don't listen to them because you are a three and you need this in your life. <laughs> right. So when it comes to the negative, then we're talking about um, talking too much. Those people that just smother others, they talk, 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 mm. talk, or they could be shy. Right. You have a whole spectrum and you can be when one opposite or the other uh, when it comes to that. So you can communicate too much or you're super shy and you don't talk at all. Um, you can go out too much. You can be very open to addictions, you know, and being imparting too much and just being too out there. Um, and um, or you also have the self self-esteem things so you don't you don't you don't have self-worth you don't like who you are or you pay too much attention you spend all your money on on aesthetic on beauty things um and you don't and it's also the number of growth so you don't grow you don't like mm-hmm. um you don't want to mature you don't want to sort of grow to the net you don't want to adult remember the number of the child so it's very hard for the three to adult especially if it's in a position of challenge it's very hard for a, pe- for a person that has a challenge of three to go to the next phase of life, like leave the parents' house, start working, you know, going to university if that's what they choose or getting to, you know, uh, starting to work or things like that, you know, because it's really hard for the three to, to leave the child, you know, the child phase. They're very immature. Mm. So, you know, it can be very mature and all of that. So this is a bit of the negative of, of the three, right? Are we going okay? Are we yeah, still- you're doing good. I'm just so fascinated because it's funny because <laughs> it's funny how when you start thinking of these things, you're like, oh, I can relate to that. Like, oh, I wonder if that's in my chart. You know what I mean? Because or you think yeah. of other people of like, oh, so and so's probably definitely got that in their chart. Like, <laughs> so which which one do you feel that you resonated more so far? Uh, definitely the one stood out very much so like yeah. oh being the leader like wanting to communicate I can see you yeah. I can see the one in you for sure yeah yeah for sure I'm like sometimes and, a three but I'm like I'm, I sometimes I'm like my husband's definitely sounds like he could definitely be the three he loves being in social gatherings and stuff but at the same time I'm like sometimes if I could be put on the spot but at the same time I'm like oh, I'm kind of a homebody <laughs> so yeah and you can you know but the it's three like is, you said exactly like sometimes you are too and I said like all the threes that come for a session with me, I'm like, how was COVID for you? Did you actually enjoy it? And most of them did because yes, I'm like, I was able to stay home without the FOMO, you know, mm. without the guilt trip. There was nothing happening. So I could just stay home because many times with the three, they cannot say no. It's very oh hard goodness, for them to right? say no to 
So with COVID, they were able just to stay home and chill without the guilt. Filling the guilt. Yeah, and I could totally see that with that. Like, oh, there's no agenda. So we're good. I can stay home and exactly. not feel guilty about it's it. Like, oh, it's a relief, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, as you said, going through these numbers, it's so funny how like even just like certain things you can relate yourself or think of other people like, oh my gosh, that sounds like so-and-so. Like, I totally know someone like that. <laughs> Exactly. And you start, me, I, it's like I'm, I'm the Morse cold person. I just walk like, oh, I wanted this paper. I said three. It's like, mm, I'm talking colds, you know, especially when I talk to my sister who's a numerologist as well. They're like, yeah, but there's a soul of three and there's a challenge of zero. So yeah, I can understand mm-hmm. because yeah, you know, they have a dream of five. And, and then it's like, my mom is like, okay, can we talk in normal language? <laughs> we <talk> normal language. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you start actually really seeing people in numbers because like you said, they're all around us, you know, it's mm-hmm. all it. it incredible and one thing that i want to mention now that we're talking about numbers is that i was talking about the cycle numbers right and for uh-huh. parents how important that is for instance if, if your child is, has a cycle of one you know the first cycle of one until 28 years old it means that they need to be in an environment that motivates them to be independent to mm-hmm. be leaders so it's like they're they'll building building like a little lego don't go and interfere say you can do it i know you can do it try if you can, mom is here, I'm going to help you, but try. I know I can, you know, trust yourself is really helping your child to trust their instincts, to be independent, to do things on their own, to like go wash the dishes, go do your bed, like, you know, help them and motivate them to be there. If it's a two, it's different. If it's a three, three is different. So every child has a different cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And usually what happens to me is that all my clients, they're past their first cycle, right? They're in the 29 onwards and they're in the second cycle, which is 29 to 56 Mm. so we look back into the first cycle and usually the parents did not provide the environment that they needed to thrive into their numbers so that's why this is a big message for parents do your child's you know birth chart so you know what's the environment that they need to thrive that you can help them with that okay because sometimes you're just providing the same environment for everyone and that's not the case. Everyone has different needs. Oh, so, absolutely. Super important. Yeah, because you already see their personalities are completely different. Like, so yeah, why not course. just do yourself a favor and just make it easier on the kids and you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so going back to the numbers there, let's do like way uh, four, right? So four is all about structure, stability. If you think in nature, everything four that has four, like not even in nature, but like is the, the table has four, you know, mm-hmm. four legs, how to say four things like chair. Four legs, four legs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For the chair as well. You know, it's four phases of the moon, four seasons of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, four is a lot of, uh, you know, it means a lot of structure and stability um, within nature, right. In environment. So um everything that has to do with discipline and focus and stability and um just routine like force love everything to be neat clean tidy in their spaces like you know just making sure that the house is nice and tidy making sure that everything is good and organized planning ahead planning for the future like this is all about the four and the four is the hard working number in numerology if you have a four in your map you came into this life to work hard mm-hmm. and not not like oh you just need to work but you have the energy of work mm-hmm. the numeric vibration of the four is work 
So you enjoy work is something that you like to do. You know, it gives you pleasure. So it's not that it's a chore. If you have a four, it means that you came here to work, but you like that as well. You know, it gives you a lot of pleasure. So when it comes to the negative, uh, the two main pillars of the four is fear and insecurity because mm. of all the planning, the structure, the discipline, the, you know, everything has to be organized. It, be, it can go to OCD. It can go to being really um, obsessed with things. Right. And being very fearful, not open to change to the new, like it's very hard for you to, you know, to do something different or to deal with the change that you plan something ahead and it's not happening. You're like, oh, my God, you know, so you don't know what to do. You get anxious. So all of that can be can be quite a hard thing for the for the four as well. Mm. So fears and insecurities, 100 percent being alcoholic, obviously working too much or then working too much. And then you don't want to work any, like at all. So, you know, you have those peaks. So it's very unstable. So everything mm. that brings instability, uh, lack of focus, lack of discipline, obviously no structure, no routine, uh, all of that can be the negative of the four. And in my case, like I said before, I have a challenge of my secondary challenges four, right? So that means that I only live the negative. And my goal in life is to bring that energy, that vibration of that number into the positive. So mm -hmm. I'm feeling lack of discipline. I'm feeling lack of focus, like the mess, you know, and everything around me. But now, Thank God I am I'm already, you know, learning and I'm getting into the in, into the zone of my four. OK, also because I have a solo four. So that helps me to know what the positive looks like as well. Um, so that's a four. Right. Number five. Five is all about change, transformation and um, and freedom. Right. The five is the number of the gypsy like literally someone who loves going out and about and exploring new things, new adventures. Uh, it's not so much like the three, which is the social butterfly and being surrounded by people. It's more about feeling free and being open to the new and exploring new things. Very courageous, very bold, very, very similar to the one in some ways as well, but really likes their independence, really mm -hmm. everything that, that sort of um, constricts you know, the five like uh, relationships that are very like possessive or jealous or, you mm. know, like things like that for a five. Oh, my God. You know, they're going <laughs> to run away from that completely run away. No, that you can never you can never put some rules in the five. The five mm. is the extreme opposite of the four. Right. It's all about change and freedom and out and about loves nature, lots of energy. So very good with sports, you know, needs to channel that energy correctly, um, you know, in a, in a healthy way. Yeah. And sports is definitely one of the ways that the five does that. So it's it's really about uh, five is very it has the ability to inspire others as well because of the transformation aspect. So, you know, the universe is going to put you as a five in a place that needs to be transformed because mm. that is the numeric vibration that you have in your field. So wherever you go as a five, you change the environment, you change people, you attract people into your field that need change, mm. that need like that aspect. So that's what happens as well in terms of your numeric vibration. You'll be attracting people that are either similar so it's that magnetic, right, thing that is similarity, uh -huh. or you will attract extreme opposite of people that need a bit of, of that energy in you, okay, about you to help them shift, to help them to set themselves free. If they're in a toxic relationship and you are a full five, you know, like they're going to be attracted to you like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Like, no, 
you know, you're going to be the person that's going to help them to change themselves, mm. to transform, to, you know, find their freedom in a way. So this is very important for the five. Um, but when it comes to the negative, what happens to the five when it's too much of that energy um, is too much freedom. You cannot, you don't finish anything. You mm-hmm. have, that is the pure thing of like, not um, of procrastination and lack of discipline. You cannot have a five to like sit down and work for hours or do something like, or it, it just, you know, it needs to be moving and be very dynamic. So what happens is that the five doesn't accomplish things. The classic of the five is having those 20, 30 open tabs in a computer and nothing is finished, you know, because they just, they just can't, you know, after 10 minutes, they need to get up and do something. So it's just very hard for them to have the discipline and that focus that the four has so much because they're all about freedom and being dynamic and being out there. Mm. Right. So what happens with the five is that they don't accomplish, they don't finish. So if they don't finish, they don't accomplish the building, they don't accomplish, they don't make money. They, you know, they end up with not much, you know, um, mm-hmm. in their lives. So it's a, no relationship, fear of a relationship as well, because our oh, relationship is going to, you know, I'm going to lose my freedom and all of that. So if you're a five, you need to be in a relationship that allows you to be free, that allows you to be you and go out and about, have your sense of freedom, being going out alone, doing a girl's trip or things like that. You, you know, If you have a one as well, one in five, oh my God. It's a combination, you know, and the numbers like that, we have 14 numbers and they're all layers. They mm. all layer on top of each other. You know, they don't work separately. So if you have that, that is the interpretation of the map It's actually putting the numbers together. And like you have a conjunction of this and this and this. So this means that you need to pay attention to that. Or, you know, every time you have in a relationship, these are important factors for you to, to be happy in the relationship or to be happy in a, in, in war at work. You know, this is what you need to pay attention to it. All, all sorts of things. Right. And you have those internal battles as well. If you have a four and a five, for instance, they are opposite numbers, but what happens? I have a four and I have lots of five in my map and I have fours as well. I have a soul of four challenge of four, but I have a dream of five. I have gifts and cycles of five. So what does that mean? That it is like an internal battle that I like structure. I, I have discipline and I love work, but I love freedom. I love being mm. out and about. Like, so, you know, it's this internal battle of what, what do I do? You know, and numerology really explains that when you have those numbers together, like, okay, it's, this is you, you need to have, you, know, you need to plan to a change. You ch- please change because you need to, otherwise <laughs> you're going to go insane, but you need to plan it. You mm. need to structure. Otherwise, it, you know, it creates more anxiety. You have no sense of where you're going, of direction. You have no accomplishments. You don't finish things. So, okay, let's bring the two together. And what does that mean? So mm-hmm. in a conversation, in a session, you know, I know what's in that, per, what, what, you know, how those numbers and that vibration applies to your specific life. Because numerology, you're not going to say, oh, you're supposed to be, I don't know, a doctor. <laughs> no, it's, it's not that. But if you have a five as a life path, you're supposed to work with something that you can cause transformation, that you can inspire, but you can be free. So you Mm. cannot, you know, a nine to five is not going to be your thing. And that was me. I was a nine to five and I hated it. You know, I used to thrive because I had structure, right? But I didn't feel free. I felt stuck. But then I went to be my own boss and I lost this structure so I you know I faced with the challenge of indiscipline and like a focus and all of that but I felt free 
so super happy. Do you know what I mean? So it's about, okay, how can I then sort of with time make sure that I have everything, that I can have structure, my routine, and still have my freedom within my schedule, you know, being my own, being self-employed. So that's how numerology can help you understand yourself and validate your inner battles, how you feel. And, you know, this is how it's so magical when, you know, like I heard this for the first time, I'm like, oh my God, this is so me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you to someone else. (laughs) I'm not crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so true. Cause even when you were talking about like just having a four and a five, how opposite they are. But it's that balance. It's like the yin and the yang. It's like having feminine and masculine. Like those occur within you. And it's literally finding the balance within them to find alignment. Like it's a constant exactly. <laughs> figuring it out, but that it's necessary in part exactly. of the journey. For sure. If you have a one and two, you want freedom. Sorry, you want to be independent and do things on your own, but you want partnership. Yep. You want to be together with someone. So you need to be independent within partnerships. You mm. need partnership, but you need to be independent. You need to do things on your own. You need to make the first step. You need to feel that you are your own boss, you know, within the relationship. So all those things are very important. So we call them oppositions. There are lots of oppositions within numerology. And those that that's what we call our inner battles, mm. right? Because they're very different. Like I, I had this, but I had this as well. Like, does it make sense? And yes, it does. So let's <laughs> put them together and see how they can best work for you uh, in the best possible way right um so when we come to number six six is all about emotion uh family affection six is the love of numerology like wants to be with family wants to be together wants loves hosting the inner circle like the closed circle you know loves loves being with loved ones loves affection loves being touched and hug and like saying I love you and I love you back. Very emotional, very sensitive, mm-hmm. uh, very caring, super responsible. Loves the house. You know, house is a big aspect of for the six because that's where the six hosts the loved ones. That's where the six feels it's a sanctuary. So that's where you. That's where the six practice the love and the affection, right? That is so important. So, and family, family is a big pillar for the six. So therefore being in a house, having a beautiful home is also very important for the six. Okay. Mm. So when we go to the negative is like, too emotional, very dramatic, extremely sensitive. So the drama queen that we call, right? So it's very, or the drama king, you know, like <laughs> cry. Usually sixes are, are kids that cry a lot. Everything is very dramatic. That makes stories a lot bigger than they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the rejection syndrome. They feel that everything is re- their, it's their responsibility. It's like, oh, you know, they didn't call me back. Oh, what did I do wrong? Why didn't they call me? You know, like, oh, they don't like me. What did I say? So it's that, that kind of like, um, the rejection syndrome that the six feels that nobody likes them, right? So it's very, very dramatic and very oversensitive. So we need to balance it out, bring that love and care and attention without the extra layer of drama, Mm. right? This is very strong for the six. Um, When it comes to the seven, seven, so we have four spiritual numbers in numerology and that's seven, nine, 11, and 22, which are the last four ones we're going to talk about. so they have differences, right? Because seven and sort of seven as because it's the first one, it has one foot in here in the matrix and one foot in spirituality. So for the seven, 
As a seven, you love studying. Self-development and self-knowledge is the pillar of the seven. So love studying, love therapy, loves talking, having deep conversations. Everything that you, you know, that a seven likes, they go deep. They mm-hmm. like to learn. They do workshops and courses and they read books and listen to podcasts and audiobooks. They're always learning, always studying because they want, they want to know. They want to know the why. So, you know, that kid is like, why, 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 why? That is a seven. You know, like if you are a person out there listening to me that you want to know the answer for everything that you're not satisfied with just like, oh, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's what it is. Just believe in it. Nah, for a seven, it doesn't work like that. A seven wants to know. A seven really wants to go deep and loves the depth of conversations, you know, really likes that one-on-ones. So seven is more introspective because there's so much information being processed the seven likes being more alone likes having their own space to process all that to read or to learn more so a seven is constantly trying to to do self-development to learn more Mm -hmm. and grow but the thing with the seven is that the main challenge there is spirituality so like i said it's the first spiritual number so it's having faith because the seven wants to learn and know the answer to everything it's hard for a seven to just believe there Mm -hmm. are certain questions that we have no answer for so you just need to have faith you need to trust your intuition and just go for it it's getting out of the the you know the logical mind Mm -hmm. and trusting going to your heart and just having a more spiritual belief on things and this is sometimes very this is the main challenge for the seven okay so the seven really needs that it really needs more of the faith aspect so sometimes the seven can be very skeptical can be very um very arrogant because it knows so much things is the mr know-it-all you know (laughs) mr mrs know-it-all this is the this is the classic seven no you know everything whatever do you know what i mean so this can happen a lot with with the seven so it's just about having that extra leap of faith you know mm-hmm. and, and just trusting so whenever i have a seven coming for a, a numerology i'm like tick the box they already <laughs> do numerology they are here they are open for something that is different that is more mystical you know that is more like spiritual so this seven is in the positive because they are here doing numerology oh, so it's awesome. really yeah, it really shows a lot, you know, so that that skeptical side is 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 under control. So mm-hmm. seven are very refined because they're very cultured. They're very knowledgeable. They're extremely smart. Um, they're very they have a very refined taste. So they love expensive restaurants or expensive things, love going to the muse- to museums, exhibitions. They love being they love being surrounded or being in an environment that is, that is just very cultured. Mm-hmm. OK, and, and talking to people that are that, that have something to, to give as well um okay um so when we come to the eight like you said the number of your house so you do know a bit about the eight as well right all right yeah the eight is all about prosperity right it's the money making of numerology but the main pillar of the eight is honesty and justice Mm. so if you have an eight in your map yes you are in this life to thrive to make money okay and have sort of material possessions in your life but that will only come if you are being honest. Mm. So for the eight, honesty is a pillar because as an eight, you 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 have you like you 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 sort of kind of repulsed by lies, by corruption, by things that are unfair, um, things that you know like so you cannot be in in a company that is corrupt. 
that mm-hmm. does things that are that you don't agree with, you know, or so it, for the eight being surrounded by people and working for and being in environments that that have so that kind of 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 um of negativity of like um yeah lying or corruption or you know unfairness and just injustice this is something that the eight will run away from Mm. so you need to be true to yourself and that's the main thing for the eight you have an inner and an outer aspect of each number so for the eight is about inner honesty if you are practicing self-betrayal then the money won't come Mm-hmm. Okay, and living in a you like moving to this house at eight, it's like okay, prosperity, money making, the business is gonna thrive only if you are being honest with yourself and if you're being honest with the people that you work with, with your clients, with your family. This is a this is a house that's gonna provide you with the energetic frequency of honesty and of justice. So everyone is gonna be more honest with each other. You know, and sometimes, and there we go for the negative of the the eight, it can be very rude because the eight is very objective, very assertive. Um, The eight is a number that is is very business oriented as well, obviously, because we're talking about money and we come, when it comes to money, we talk about Mm -hmm. work, we talk about really uh, growth, you know, growing at work. So it's something that the eight really loves because it's a lot of money. Uh, We talk about power, we talk about all those things, you know, and when you go to the negative, it can be too much power too much like too greedy um mm. you know and you sort of you start lying obviously that's on the shadow side of the eight lies corruption being unfair they justify the means i don't care so you just you become very controlling very authoritarian you become very very rude sometimes you have that really assertive communication but without the love sometimes it can come across as just rude and cold you know, not having that loving. So mm-hmm. when you have, if you have a six together with an eight, that is a good combination because you have, you bring the love and affection to a very assertive um, communication, right? So, but when it comes to the eight as well, eight can be very revengeful, hold grudges, and, you know, it can be, it can go to the other side as well. So the eight is a very tricky number. Um, is a very, is a very strong, very strong number in terms of personality, strong personality as well. Okay, so, but when we talk about business, uh, when you're adding up your pricing, make sure, you know, if that's what you want to attract, if you want, if you want to focus on more prosperity and more money, make sure that the sum of what you are charging adds up to eight. So 170, for instance, you know, you have eight. Right. So you make sure that that, that's what you are doing. But if you want to maybe if money is not the main thing for you and you want to you want your clients to, you know, um, transform to cause transformation and change and set themselves free from their belief system, from their, you know, problems, then Mm -hmm. make sure that your numbers will add up to five. Okay, so there's some there's something that you can, you know, it's not only the eight, but the eight is definitely what most of us as entrepreneurs would like to to add our numbers to because we all want growth of, of prosperity, right? This is a main pillar for all of us. Right. Um, so when it comes to then from the eight, we go to the nine. Nine is a number of pure intuition. Uh, it's like universal love right is the number of the humanitarian loves everything and everyone loves the animals loves plants loves like humans loves everything like the nine is just this 
you know, this care bear that really <laughs> wants help. So the nine is like the employee of the universe. The nine comes <laughs> here to help the help the world, you know, like you put yourself at service literally to help humankind um, and help Mother Earth in all possible ways. So nine is a very beautiful number, very caring, very loving, uh, lots of energy of proactivity of actually of actually making things happen. Mm. Um uh, very visionary as well as the eight. Eight is a very visionary with the business. Nine is the visionary of the soul. You know, everything with the nine has to do with soul. Very spiritual, oh, wow. very sensitive and very intuitive as well. So it's a, it's a big helper, right? Um, but when we talk about the negative, obviously we talk about forgetting, you know, about yourself, putting yourself less priority. You care about helping everyone else, but you don't help yourself. So the mm. main the main lesson for the nine is to help themselves first otherwise they're going to leak because it's so sensitive and very spiritual they're going to leak and drain all the energy to others and then there's nothing left for you and that's Mm. the thing when we go to the negative of the number usually the number loses what's most important to them and for instance the nine you're going to leak so much of your energy to help others that you're going to drain you're not going to have anything left and you won't be able to do what you love the most which is helping others because there's no energy left. So you get moody, you get cranky, you hate everything, you, you get you, you meddle, you know, you like you go meddling, you go interfering in other people's lives, you gossip. So these are all the negatives of the nine, right? So um, in partnership, for instance, you know, number two, if you if you care too much and you forget about yourself, you give so much to the other person, um, you then the partnership might the, the other partner might um how do you say it might um might lose interest in you because you become submissive and then you're going to, you know, separate and you lose a partner. You lose what you love the most, which is being in partnership. So it's very important for the aspects of all the numbers to really be on the positive of their vibration, the numeric vibration. So you can continue doing what you love the most, which is the pillars of each number that we are talking about now. Mm -hmm. Um, So from nine, we go to 11, right? Uh, so we go to the last two numbers, the two master numbers. So 11, uh, everyone who has an 11 also has a two. So needs to remember that there's two numbers that come together, but the 11, very spirit. So 11 and 22, completely spiritual out of this, you know, like out of, out of the material world. You have seven and nine that are more connected to matrix and spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have literally 11 and 22 that are totally out there, out <laughs> in the sky, out of the universe. <laughs> 11 is the exchange is like the energy recycler so 11 are these people that go around and they like you know you have your energy here you go place and you do this all the time so you'll be attracting people all to your field that need a bit of that energy Mm. so at 11 uh, as 11 uh you go around and you really you you have this really strong sensation of being um impacted by the environment that you are in, by the people that you connect to. So it's really about making sure that every time you come home or you go back to your sanctuary or you have your spiritual practices, that you do recharge yourself because as an 11, you go out there and you do that without, like whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not, that channel is totally open and you Mm. will be like a battery charger for everyone out there. (laughs) Everyone, yeah. you need to make sure that you are giving this to yourself as well. Okay. Mm. And you have all the aspects of the two as well. 
All right. Uh, and then when we come to the 22, 22 is actually quite a rare number to see in maps. Uh, not many people have these have uh, have this uh, number. 22 is is a number of very is very visionary. It's, it's interesting because it's very connected to the material world as well in a way that it has a lot of intuition, very very much out there with you know the spiritual world, uh-huh. but in terms of receiving messages and channeling things to teach others. Okay. So the 22 are big, big teachers. They're big messengers. Mm. They're massive. They're visionaries and they're very futuristic. They have big dreams, big goals. You know, 22s are people that, that come here with a big legacy, right? Even they, even if they don't have a legacy in their maps, because depending on the position and the numbers, you have legacies. Uh Some people came here to leave legacies behind and some, you know, don't. But when you have a 22, in a way or the other, you came here to really touch people's life and to leave a legacy behind because it's a very important number when it comes to teaching, to pass it on, to to pass your your knowledge and your wisdom along, you know, because the 22 is a number that is very, is like the witch, you know, very learns very quickly, very smart, extremely smart, and has this ability to know things without even studying that much. So you have the seven that studies, that reads, that does all the things. The 22 doesn't need to do all that to know. It has like this inner wisdom, this inner knowledge and a very, very fast learner. So the 22 is very easy. That's why, you know, one of the main missions of the 22 is to pass this along because it came here with such a huge baggage and it has that that inner knowing because of the spiritual connection, because it's, it's all downloaded you know, to the 22. So it's very easy for the 22 to see things that other people don't, to see in the future. That's why it's so futuristic and big dreams and big goals because, you know, normal human beings, they don't know. <laughs> normal people that don't have a 22, many times they don't have that vision, but a 22 does. Uh-huh. So it's seen to the future because it had, it, it, you know, it has a downloads coming straight to them. So a big mission of the 22 is to have those big dreams and to and to accomplish that because the 22 comes down to a four. So the four is a hard working on numerology, remember? Mm-hmm. So when you, the 22 has those big dreams and legacies and all of that. It has the energy to make it happen because it came here to work as well, work on the legacy, to teach, right? So it's, it's, it's just a very incredible and a very magical number, very rare to see in a map as well. That so is so super. cool. It is so cool, Felicia. I, it's just like, yeah, you can see. Like, I can only imagine if that comes up in a session that you're like, oh my gosh, like, I can't wait to I know. And, like go through this with this person. Cause that, that's gotta be so amazing with all the people that you have worked with and like the connections and stuff. And like, like you said, not only like letting them remember of like, oh yeah, that's totally, yep. Yeah, that's my personality. But also too, like how you said, there's so many different aspects of the chart and like the cycles and all the different things that as they're going through and learning more about this it probably helps them understand why they're facing certain challenges and like like you said when they're out of alignment and why it's happening to them of like okay this is how we can course correct (laughs) so you can live more in alignment and fulfill these other sections of your chart so you're not just feeling like I'm over here in limbo like not knowing what to do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what it's so amazing. It, it, the, you know, the main thing you get out of a numerology session is direction, 
clarity, a big sense of validation for what you are and what you feel, what you think. And you're like, okay, this is what I need to do to get back to alignment and have a, a, you know, a better and happier and more joyful life because that is what it's supposed to be. You know, and, and you have like, yeah, this is who I am. Awesome. Now I know. So like we said, you know, people out there, um, and this was me before as well, so lost and disconnected from our own authentic mm -hmm. self that we don't know what that looks like anymore. It's like, is this me because it's actually generally me? Or is it me because it was taught to me that this is what I'm supposed to be, right? So you kind of like get lost in the way. And that's when numerology is so beautiful because like, no, this is you, you know, this is exactly who you are. So let's bring you back on track on the things that made you sort of get out of it. Because, you know, one, if one number is like, it's like 14 wagons of a train, right? If one of them is out of alignment, it compromises all the other ones. Mm -hmm. So it's very important for the whole train to be on track. So we can, so the train can go, so your life can flow and you can keep going from stages to stages. Oh, I love it. Oh, and I think that is just so neat in so many aspects, because like you said, it's like <laughs> life should be in flow, <laughs> keeping on track instead of feeling like you're constantly getting derailed. But it's so huge to know that. Um, well, and so, you know, going through this and stuff, like what are some things that you offer, Mari? And like, how can people get in connection with you? Um, how can they find you, follow you? All those good things. All right. Awesome. Um, so my main point of connection with people nowadays is to Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I do post, um, you know, constantly. I like sharing things and sharing knowledge and, you know, wisdom with people. Uh, so the DMs are always the best place to get in touch with me and having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. So my my Instagram is Marianne.Graba is my full name uh, because of numerology. Obviously, I had a different name before that wasn't in alignment. So I corrected to that as my full name now. Um, so I think you can maybe write this on the... I'll put it on, in the, in the, the captions. Yep. Right? So Marianne.Graba, <laughs> that's my Instagram. So that's the best way to connect with me. And the ways to work with me, usually what I, you know, how I like to support, you know, my clients nowadays is actually having a numerology session, knowing exactly what's out of alignment, what's in alignment, who they are, you know, what your authentic self looks like and whatever is out of alignment, we do healing. We go then to therapy and, you know, we understand what are the limiting beliefs, the social conditionings, all the traumas that, you know, that got you out of track so we can heal that and get you back on track and things will start to flow again. This is the, the best way that I like to, to support people now. This is my mission. My mission is to cause that type of transformation and bring you back, set you free, you know, uh, to, to be your authentic self out there and unapol unapologetically you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. Well, Mari, I am so grateful you joined us on the podcast today. And I'm so excited that everyone got to catch up and hear all of this amazing information and knowledge and I can't wait to see what happens from here so again thank, thank you, you so much thank you for having me this was amazing I loved it <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the information that we were able to talk about today. Also, I would love if you could write me a review and a star rating that fills in alignment with the information that you received today. I also would love if you can share this on your social media and be sure to tag me in it as well. 
you'd like to work with me, you can check out my website at FeliciaMang.com as well as following me on Instagram at Felicia.Mang. And of course, I'm always up for feedback as well as if you have any other topic ideas that you'd like me to share on, or if you simply have any questions, feel free to slide right into my DMs. Again, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today, and I hope you have a great rest of the day.